Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, and also Spotify, the home of the podcast where you can heard all around the world from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, kitchen, your home, apartment, condo, dormitory, RV, or wherever you are inside. Thank you. If you happen to be in the drive through curbside service parking lot with a mask on, walking, running, jogging, back to school, back to work, on vacation, wherever you are, please continue to be careful and safe out here and welcome. And again, you can hear this episode on Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, or Spotify. Appreciate your continued support, and now on with the episode. You know, sometimes I, this is one of the episodes where I just have to go directly into the app, to the song and the artist. Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all. Do I have to say anything else? Now, as a young boy, I remember George Benson's version for the Muhammad Ali movie, The Greatest. And it was one of those potent songs. Um, it had a melancholy, low-key vibe. And it was a strong song, but it didn't get the traction that I thought it was going to get. Um, now, who actually wrote the song is a bit of a mystery because it says Michael Massier, but I think um, one of the cats from Ohio players wrote the song, never got the credits. The whole, I think it was Satch. That's a whole crazy story with that. But let's get to the song and then Whitney Houston. And I'm a huge George Benson fan. George Benson is one of the greatest artists ever. However, Whitney Houston took this song and took it to a whole nother level. And you know, See, people wonder why I come at Beyonce sideways or Usher sideways or Chris Brown sideways or Taylor Swift sideways because this is what we call a money track. You don't have to sing the song originally or write it to get it right. The Greatest Love of All did for Whitney Houston but respect did for Aretha Franklin. It was a household song, household recording, cover song, flipped the script, and took it to a whole nother level. And that's what you're supposed to do. If you're going to do a song, you do it poetic justice. And Whitney Houston put her heart and soul. I'm going to tell you something. When you hear the greatest love of all, and you think of Whitney Houston singing it, that was like something that almost gave you chills because it was so strong and so soulful. And the thing that made it work is because it really captured where she was at. And just, just a powerful force. You just felt that she was like really on it. And you knew that she had one of the greatest instruments ever and why she became one of the greatest artists ever. And that was on her debut album. But it left a lasting impression and lasting impact. One of the reasons why until Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill came out, Whitney had the biggest selling debut album for a female artist. Still sold a ton of records. Still, to me, probably her my favorite Whitney album if I had to pick one. But she had other highs as artists as far as songs and stuff. But this was the one that made her a household name, made her like, you're going to have to reckon with her that you can't, you know, she is going to be a force to be reckoned with. The late, great Whitney Houston's cover, The Greatest Love of All, timeless classic remake. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another. Please give me your thoughts and takes on Whitney Houston's The Greatest Love of All and how this song stacks up in her great catalog. She was one of the truly greatest artists to ever live. Keep it funky, keep it on the one. Please be safe, be careful out there. If you're not heard Whitney Houston's The Greatest Love of All, please do let me know your thoughts. Again, you can hear this episode on anchor.com, anchorreference.com, or Spotify. Continue to be safe and careful out here. Till next time, we'll catch you. Peace and the best of all.